There's a case going on out of New York city right now with a brother by the name of Jordan Neely. Now, New York has been always one of my favorite cities because I get a lot of love from New York and shout out to all the brothers and sisters out there in New York. Some of you I've met Jordan Neely was a young man that came to some internet, um, knowledge that he used to dress up and impersonate Michael Jackson. Uh, there were photos of him doing this internet videos. He would also like to do this not only in times square, but he would also like to do that in the subway to entertain people. Jordan was just living his life like normal, but later down the line between what, 2016, 2017, his mother lost her life brutally at the hands of a man that she was dating his stepfather. Now that event really disturbed and, and really messed with the mental health of Jordan. Ever since the tragic loss of his mother, his friends and, and other family members say Jordan has not been right ever since Jordan experienced, you know, times of homelessness and he was homeless at this time period. New York city is a city that's very tough. It's very expensive. Very. I just, me personally, I could wouldn't stay there because of just what I know from the South. I mean, New York is cool to visit, but this is ridiculously high priced and it's rising in price. Even areas supposed to be low income is pricing in areas is not low income anymore. So it's forced a lot of people to become homeless. It is a crisis in New York city. And you also, you have a lot of people with mental health issues on the streets. I seen it while I was there. Definitely this time around, it was more people. I saw homeless this time going to New York than any other time. And people with severe mental illness on the street. And I'm like, man, they really need to kind of get these people kind of away because man, they can snap off on you anytime. You can be walking by minding your business and somebody snap off on you because they got mental health issues. So Jordan Neely was on the subway and while he was on the subway, he was having a mental health episode, which a lot of people have. And he started to scream that it was being reported and yelled that he was hungry because he was homeless. He didn't have anything. He said he was tired. He didn't care if he went to jail. He said he just wanted to, he, he don't care if he died because the man was suffering homelessness still dealing with the loss of his mother and severe mental health issues. And he was not getting any kind of help by the mayor, Eric Adams, and also the governor. They want to spend more money putting police on the street instead of addressing the homelessness and the severe mental health issues. Of a lot of people that's on the streets of New York. These are American citizens. Our government rather give all this money to Ukraine instead of spending those billions of dollars getting the help that American citizens need in New York City. So reports have said that Jordan Neely was just screaming. He wasn't fighting anyone. He didn't stab anyone. He wasn't punching anyone. There was a freelance journalist there by, by uh, the name of Mr. Velasquez said that he didn't actually see how anything got started, but he heard a, a thump and that's where it comes to a lot of video that's being shown in pictures. I'm not going to show that video here. As you know, my policy on that, I don't like to show black people, um, in those conditions 
of black people passing away like that. I think that's real traumatizing. I didn't show Tyree Nichols either. So I just want to let you know, I'm not doing that. Yes. I've seen the video. Yes. I've seen the pictures, but we're just not going to post that here. You can go find that somewhere else. So the guy that was choking him with assistance from others, 24 year old Daniel Penny, he was a former U S Marine watching the video itself was very despicable because Daniel decides to put this man in a chokehold. And it's two type of ways you can restrain. You can rest actually restrain somebody just kind of like putting your arm around them and kind of putting more weight on the top part of the chest, or you're trying to really snuff them out and you're doing it on the neck. Daniel was trained by the United States government. He knew exactly what he was doing. And while Jordan was trying to fight, you had two other people holding the brother down, not even concerned about, Hey, wait a minute, this dude, you kind of, you doing this too much, dude. And then if, if you watch the video, Daniel, not only had his, his hand, his arm around his neck, he stretched back. So anybody knows anything about that, you know, you're really trying to take somebody out by doing that. So he choked the brother out. And even when the brother was out, they said he still kept the hold on him for at least another few minutes after he was out. So this is why a lot of people have been saying, Hey, this dude need to be charged with a crime. This, this dude, no. Okay. This is, this is not right whatsoever. In my opinion, the dudes that helped him hold him down, they need to be charged too. Because after the brother was gone, by the time the paramedics got there, people was telling him, oh, he'd be all right. He, he, he just, he, no, he all right. But while the brother was choked out. Now, the response that I want to get to is your Democrat friends. I, you know, I got a couple of your Democrat friends. So let's play a clip of Governor Kathy Hochul. Let's play, play a clip of her. I want you to hear how she speak about the issue in related to Jordan losing his life at the hands of a vigilante who is not deputized to do anything. Let's hear what Governor Kathy has to say. One element we have not talked about is the billion dollars investment we have in mental health services. So we don't have people who are in our, who are homeless in our subways, have many of them in the throes of mental health episodes. And that's what I believe are some of the factors involved here. And now people, there's consequences for behavior. And I will look at it more closely to find out whether the state has a role. People who've been out on parole have different consequences and a judge can make a decision on whether to hold someone or a DA can make a decision to, to charge them. But in a case where someone is on parole, then the state has an ability as we've done before in more serious cases to ensure that someone is held. Now, you heard her saying that some actions, you know, bring consequences. So when people heard that and they've been on her bumper about that too, she's literally supporting Daniel here by her statement. She sounds no different than governor DeSantis. When y'all tell me that the Democrats is so much better and they're nothing like a Republican at all. Nothing like them. They stay, they love, they support black people and all of that. That didn't sound like a Democrat that support black people at all. 
And she was straightforward in what she said. But a lot of you black people in New York, you went ran and vote for her. When she was up for election. I told y'all the Democrats do not like black people like that. I told you that. They do not support us. And you get frustrated because you know I'm right. But then you also get frustrated like, well, what are we supposed to do then? Who are you supposed to vote for? When y'all say that, I look at y'all like, first of all, we're presenting information. You're supposed to be voting off of policies that benefit the black community. That's it. If no candidate gives a policy for the black community, screw them. But then you saying people will say, oh, no, Phil, we got to We do. We got to vote. We got to vote. Phil. We got to vote. Come on. We can't sit out and we don't vote. You know what? Something worse going to happen. Well, what's worse happening to people like Jordan Neely? You're voting and your Democrat politicians is sending coded messages to, to their fellow cohorts of white supremacy. You understand the Democrat party is on team white supremacy too. And then the Democrat party wants to maintain white supremacy. It's just not, you, you won't say it's a right wing extremist. It's, it's the left wing extremist and the Democrat party too. Now let's get to your mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Let's get to him. Former NYPD, Eric Adams. He worked a long time with the NYPD. And, and, and so many of y'all supported Eric Adams and oh boy, Eric Adams, Eric Adams, Eric Adams. He, he has really showed himself. He is not for black people. He is a black face maintaining white supremacy. But see, that's what black people get. Cause we gonna roll a clip, but, let, but that's what you get. Because instead of paying attention to a person's policy, you're paying attention to a person's skin color. Black folk, I get on, on, on them folks about the certain things they do, but I'm going to get on you here in a minute. But let's go ahead on and roll Eric Adams, that clip, and, and let, let's get at you. On the question of vigilantism, what mm-hmm. do, you know, what, what do passengers do in situations like that? Is it appropriate to take matters into your own hands? Uh, each situation is different. And how a passenger, uh, we have so many cases where passengers assist of, of the riders, uh, and we don't know exactly what happened here until the investigation is thorough. And each situation is different. I was a former transit police officer, and I responded to many jobs where you had a passenger assisted someone. And so we cannot just blankly say, blankly say what a passenger should or should not do in a situation like that. We should allow the investigation to take its course. So, so, so Eric Adams say we shouldn't say what, what, what a, a passenger should or should not do. Last time I checked, that guy isn't law enforcement. He isn't the city council. He isn't anything related to that to handle. He wasn't a transit cop. Talking about Daniel there, right? But your 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 black mayor, Eric Adams, speaking no different than Rudy Giuliani. No different. But these are these are your Democrats that you support. Black folks, the reason why I say this is a lot of times with these black politicians, your fault, you got to get out of that. Just because he, I see him look like me. He got my same skin color. He going to be for me or she's going to be for me. How many times that you got to get burned like this? 
Stop voting looking at a person's skin color and look at their policies. If their policies don't help the black community, then you don't vote for them. If a candidate's policies help the black community, you vote for them. Whether they black, white, Asian, Arab, Indian, whoever. And if they don't have nobody that help, have any kind of policies that would help our community, then you set it out. That would be the logical thing to do so they can bring you a policy. But y'all, some of y'all still stuck on this. The first this, oh, we just want to see some representation. I don't want representation. If Eric Adams is my representation, I don't want that. Hell no, I don't need that kind of representation. I don't need a black face carrying the white supremacy agenda. Don't need to see, I don't need it. I'd rather deal with a real white supremacist because at least I can galvanize y'all to do something. If you see a real white see, and that's the new game with the white supremacists. Hope you know they're going to be using black people and other quote unquote people of color to pass out the agenda. What they are trying to do? Cause see, it's too easy to galvanize against them when they do it. But when Eric Adams do it or Barack Obama does it, understand what I'm saying? Then you're not going to go and react the same. If a Barack Obama or Eric Adams do anything, or Leticia James do something, you understand what I'm saying? That's their new insidious strategy against black folk. So you have two major Democrat politicians literally towing the white supremacy line. Now Daniel's name was exposed by the grassroots on social media. So the media had to put his name out. Okay. Now, if the roles reverse and we know this, we got to say this. If it was Jordan doing this to Daniel, it wouldn't been a conversation. You would already have a charge on it immediately. You'll have to understand the purpose of them constantly running that video in a loop on the media. The purpose of them are only showing you as black people in these conditions is to keep you in fear and to keep you in line. They, they because you understand y'all have been kind of, Lately, checking them. You know, like the, the video that was a while back, this one white woman said the N-word to a black chick and they and they beat her like she stole something. There's other videos, y'all been checking these white supremacists, so they say, oh no, we gotta get them black folks in line. So let's do something heinous. See, that's that was their tactic ever since slavery. Let's do something heinous to them, let them see it, and then they're gonna be all in fear, it's gonna happen to them. But to be honest with you, is out is actually backfiring because you've shown it so much. You have desensitized a lot of people. Well, they're not really worried about it like that, like you think. But I want you to see how the Democrats respond. Now, listen, the only Democrat that I can agree with right now is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's the only one that actually said what it was that he needed to be charged with murder. Period. I agree with Alexandria. A hundred percent. She is the only one that's speaking actually some common sense, but Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul. Oh no, they, they, they towing the white supremacy line. You don't put, uh, uh, them in jail. You put the black man and the black woman in jail. Understand you got these elections coming up in 2024. You need to think about that. Look at, look at your, look at your, your friend Biden. He ain't, he's not saying a word. Is he? Ooh, he quiet. Kamala, where, where, where your sister girl Kamala at? Chucks and pearls. 
Why she your first black, so-called black vice president, right? Where's she at to talk about this, right? She should be on the forefront speaking about it. If Joe don't want to say nothing, they all told a line of white supremacy and you have black collaborators that's doing that. This is why we still in the condition that we're in. Let's think about this for a minute. If every black person was on code and every black person say no to being a part of participating in white supremacy, we will be free tomorrow. If every black person was shop with black people, we hire each other. We have a political agenda to say either you do for black people or we don't vote for you. No matter what the political party don't matter. We don't matter the color of the politician don't matter. Cause we, we don't, we don't hate nobody. We just say what we need, right? And stick to that. We actually can get somewhere as a people. But unfortunately, it's too many of y'all that want to participate in white supremacy. It's too many of y'all that believe in them folks to save you. And this is why you, you have Democrat as a religion. But if you're going to have Democrat as a religion, at least let the Democrats show up for you. Not how Eric Adams is, is, is responding. Sounding like Rudy Giuliani. Come on now. I thought the Democrats were better. That's what y'all told me. Y'all told me I'm wrong some of the things that I say. This is, this is a time for the Democrats to show what y'all talking about. And every time they fail you because they're not invested into protecting you or me, they are invested in the maintaining white supremacy. And part of maintaining white supremacy is to make sure you maintain a way that they can hurt and harm black people without consequence. Now, black people have been responding as causing some minimal consequences for them, and they're not liking that. Y'all sending them to jail, y'all turning up, they don't like all that because they feel that they should be do whatever they want to do to you, and you just go home and just and just forgive them. But Jordan Neely needs justice. He needs that. The city of New York needs to be sued as well. I'm pretty sure Benjamin Crump will be showing up because if I was him, I would at this point, I would be the family attorney right now. If I was Benjamin Crump, all he married or whoever else, cause New York got a big bag and I, I that family needed, right? But this man needs to be charged because he knew what he was doing. That's the thing. It's like, if someone's a trained boxer or MMA fighter or, or some martial arts and they do something to someone, Usually the court would give them more time because they usually view their hands as deadly. Cause they were trained like that. This guy is no different. This guy was trained to kill by the U S military. He knew what he was doing and he chose to do it anyway. But let me know what y'all think about this particular story. We're going to stay looking at the development of this story. Jordan needs justice and, and the people do not need to be silent until Attorney Alvin, state attorney, Alvin Bragg, bring charges. Cause let's call it what it is. Alvin Bragg. You did all this fanfare about Trump for some financial things, right? But yet you won't deal with this. You, you, you sit up there and put charges on a former president, but, but you taking all day with this. Like what's going on with that? When you got a video, you have a video. 
and, and, and Alvin Bragg, yes, he has a, a soft on crime approach. I don't understand that because New York is not a city and needs to become lawless. It's way too many people in that city. But there are news that just come through the wire and say there are grand juries going, no, 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 I, that grand jury stuff. Because what he's trying to do is he's trying to put it off on the grand jury. Instead of him saying, you know what? I'm charging with this, this, and the third. So the grand jury be on code because let's call it what it is. Grand juries don't look like me and you. It's them folks. For the most part. Every jury in America, the majority of the jury is them folks. There's no laws on the books where it says they have to have so many black people. None. They still can do almost all white juries. There's no law against that. I don't know why they didn't fight for that during the civil rights movement. Cause that's how they still incarcerate black people. Studies have shown if just one black person on the jury, a black person's conviction rate goes down. If there's two or more, even better. They actually get a fair trial. Cause I told y'all you put me on the jury. I'm gonna listen to the case. Oh, I'm gonna listen to it thoroughly. I'm not going to just, just say, Oh, I'm gonna let him out. No. But if, if, if I listen to the case, I listen to the defense and I see a railroading somebody, oh, sh- hint, nope, not guilty. We want to go home. I don't care what you want to do. Not guilty. Just like that. Get mad if you want. Not guilty. That's why they don't put me in no jury. I was laughing one day. My, my, my partner was telling me, Phil, you know they're not going to call you for jury duty, right? I said, why are they going to call me jury duty? They know who every jury is and what you do. You way too opinionated on politics them to pick you. And you know, every time, a few times they have brought me over there, they never put me on a jury. I'll be ready for to be on the jury. Like, nope, not him, not him. But let me know what y'all think about this particular story. Remember, this is your Democrats responding. This is your Democrats. The ones that you said were your friends and got your back, the Democrats. And look at what they do to you.